How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted. Wow. Episode 65. Holy cow, dude. 65 episodes, 65 days, man. But, wait, so that means we have, ooh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> so my goal is to do 366 days in a row of doing a podcast. And I'm on episode 65. So I have three... <laughs> I have 301 episodes. Well, yeah, 301 more days. Yo, it's crazy though. That's that's lit. That's lit. That's lit. Um, so anyway, we're on episode 65, day 65. I've been feeling super good. I think uh, self-evaluation, I think the one thing I would like to do more of, the two things actually, two things I want to do more. Number one, shorter, quicker tips I think sometimes I tend to go a little long, but that's just how I am. But I think doing shorter, quicker tips might be, be might be better. I want to experiment. <clears throat> Number two, more interviews. Uh, I do want to start interviewing bigger, not like really ultra famous people because I don't really know any ultra famous people, but I am connected with some pretty big music producers in the industry through Instagram and just interacting. And I'm... Not 100% sure. I haven't reached out yet, but I think I could get a couple of them on the pod. And I think that would really help. So I do want to start doing that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I wanted to, I do have a topic in mind, but I just, I wanted to say this other thing too. Man, I, I love my guys, man. I love my guys. I love my guys. This music grind, what gets really hard is, um, not just music, entrepreneurial grind, you get lonely. It's so hard not to feel lonely because I'm doing so much and I'm doing so much of it on my own. And really, it all falls back on me. But, ah, man, like, I really, like, I couldn't do it without my guys, man. The guys who have been there since day one. And by the way, day one, like you ever heard that expression, my day ones? Day one doesn't mean since your first day. It means the first day you and that person met. And like, I'm talking about my day ones. Um, I, I God, how many friends? I have at least, I'm gonna count them real quick. Yeah, I would say I have at least seven. I think seven's a pretty solid number. Six to seven. Six to seven friends that I could call and talk to for an hour or more on something I need help with. I, I got at least six or seven people where I could call and talk to them and ask them for advice for an hour. Um, 
I really, really, really want to succeed for my guys. Like, I really do. I really, really do. I really do. I want to, I want to, they, I, my, my, my guys motivate me a lot to like push myself because they've believed in me and like, they'll tell me like, we believe in you. Like, you know, I had a friend on the phone today say, I believe in you, bro. You're going to make it. You just like need to keep going. Like you cannot, you have to make it. And I just, I love hearing that. And, um, you know, I'm a pack animal. I'm a pack animal. And I know that's weird because I'm an only child. I don't know if you guys knew that. I don't have a, I don't have, I have a half sister uh, who I've never met in person. And she's much older than me. And I don't really do a good enough job keeping in touch with her. But, uh, you know, we don't have an, we don't have a regular talking relationship. But I grew up alone. I grew up as an only child. Um, so I'm super close to my mom and dad. And... You know, that made me a pack animal. And I, but, but see, I always played team sports. I always played basketball. That was like the only sport I played. I just played basketball, which is a very team sport. Um, a lot of the time I had trouble. I loved being a part of the team. And I love that whole aspect of culture. Culture of a program. Culture of the players. And I, I'm, I'm very into that. And I've just, <clears throat> ever since high school, you know, I've always had a friend or a group and just, I've always been the glue of the group. Um, that's just always been my role, the glue of the group. And I, I introduce people to each other and, you know, we would all hang out together. Um, and I'm a pack animal. And so the, it, but, but it was interesting because with COVID, put me in isolation and I kind of liked it. Not because I was mad at anybody or because I like, it was, it just, I don't know. It just kind of felt good to learn how to be by myself and learn how to just do a lot of things that would serve me. And it kind of really taught me about how to do things that would serve you. Um, It taught me about the importance of habits, even though I've already known about the importance of habits, but this taught me about the importance of habits at another level. Um, I always learned the importance of habits in a team setting, you know, in basketball, <clears throat> which is great because you kind of have a little bit of pressure. There's accountability. You have a coach you want to, you know, you're responsible to, your teammates, um, the fans, you know, there's there's that sense of accountability in sports. But with entrepreneurship, you know, um, there isn't. I mean, unless you have a wife or husband or you have children, then you definitely are accountable. But, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship in my setting, like I don't have a wife, I don't have kids, you know, I don't even have a girlfriend now. Um, I'm not responsible for anybody, you know, and I don't answer to anybody. So I answer to myself. And so that's why I have to put an immense amount of pressure on myself and the way I do that is with habits, right? And so I wanted to read off a quote from you, uh, you know, for you guys that I got from a buddy of mine. Now, I, I do want to I do want to give credit where credits due. I originally heard this quote from Coach Frank Alaco Senior, and I and it, it stuck with me, but not word for word. I always remember the concepts, but another friend of mine today brought it up to me, and I said. I've heard that quote. That's a uh, it's something I heard from Coach Lacco Senior. 
Um, so shout out to Coach Locko Sr. Shout out to Keith Datu because Keith, he did send me this and he's the one who brought it up. We had a big discussion about it. The quote is, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I want to go one more time. I want to go one more time with that. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. I'm going to read it one more time. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. That quote to me is so deep. It's easy to understand, but I, I, am, I am a... I myself am a philosopher. I'm an overthinker. I like to overthink. The reason I like to overthink is because that's what makes me smart and that's what makes me understand things. So let's overthink together. We are, let's start with the first half. We are what we repeatedly do. What does that mean? We are what we repeatedly do. So then in turn, we, our identity, right? Our identity is contingent upon our actions. It's contingent upon our day-to-day tasks. You could almost say it's contingent upon the direction that we take our lives in. I don't know. That maybe is too macro. But So if you're the type of person who overeats, right? You're an overeater and you're overweight. Well, Let's, let's actually, if you're overweight, you know, we are what we repeatedly do. Well, that means you're probably repeatedly, right, eating the wrong foods and eating um, the wrong foods in excess. And quite possibly you could be, you know, not exercising enough. So we are what we repeatedly do. On the flip, if you work out a lot, if you diet, you will be healthy. So being healthy, right, because I've been both. I, I, I was overweight, but not grossly overweight. Like it was, I think comfortably I could say 20 pounds overweight. I think I could say I was 191 at one point. I was 192. I'm five foot eight and I was 192, not muscle. So I definitely was pudgy. I had a belly, fat face, you know, and this was just, what was this, two years ago? So I'm 26, but two, three years ago. Yeah, two, three years ago. Um, what I was repeatedly doing was I was, you know, kind of not paying attention to my food. I was eating, I was eating a lot of food and I wasn't eating good food. I was having ice cream, you know, a few too many times a week. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't fat, but anyway. So I was repeatedly doing the wrong thing with my body. And I wasn't, I was exercising, you know, it was, I was exercising fine, actually. It was mostly the diet that was really messing me up. Um, so then I flipped it, right? I, I went through the 75 hard program. I finished it, phase one. I finished it, currently in the middle of phase two, and then we'll do phase three. So I flipped everything. Right, started exercising twice a day. Strict diet, no alcohol, gallon of water, blah blah blah, all that good stuff. Um, I, it was repeated. It's a repeated process. I was repeating it over and over and over again until it became a habit. 
right? Now I'm healthy. Now I'm in great shape. Well, I could be better. I could definitely be in better shape. I could be stronger. I think I could be in better cardio shape. I think my cardio is pretty good. It's not where I think it should be, but it's, it's I'm happy. I'm happier where it is now than where it was um, five, six, seven months ago, for sure. I'm definitely happier with where my body is. So we are what we repeatedly do, okay? Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Here's what I think Aristotle means. The word act, A-C-T, that is a singular word. Act. It's one word. An act. A-N, an act. So excellence, what, what, what that means is you can't show up and then suddenly be excellent, right? That's not how excellence works. You don't show up and become excellent. You know what I mean? And you're not excellent just for showing up. You're not. You know what you are excellent for though? Showing up and then showing up again and repeatedly showing up, right? We are what we repeatedly do. So, so excellence then is not an act but a habit. Habits, and it's funny, it's, very, it's really interesting this quote. The words repeatedly and habit. Repeatedly do and habit. Boom, right there. You could even flip the quote and say, habits are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act. You could say that. I know that's not what he said, right? He's, he said it this way. But habits come from doing something repeatedly. And it's true. You can't just show up and be excellent. You can't. You just can't. That'd be like if you said, I want to be a rapper, right? I want to be a rapper. And uh, I want to do a show. I haven't made a song. <laughs> um, I've never even grabbed the microphone. I don't know what I'm doing. Boom, show up. You're going to suck. You don't even have a song. So how are you gonna how are we gonna perform? Let's say you have a song. Okay, that's a little ridiculous. Let's say you had a song, but you never performed. You've barely rehearsed, right? You don't really know your words well. Um, you show up, great. You showed up to the show. Good for you. you. Showed up. You don't get credit for showing up if you get up and suck, right? So, you know, it's that. Um, gosh, I could I could I could just. You know, it's similar, similarly, musically, like, you know, I'm, I'm a recording engineer, right? Tiny side hustle. I do, you know, recording engineering and I do mixing and mastering. So I actually really like the mixing and mastering. I want to grow that part of my business more because I, I, I like mixing and mastering for people a lot. It's fun. It's cool. It's cool to hear other people's music and kind of bring it to life. Um, but I digress. So if somebody were to come to the studio and they, you know, they want to record a song, right? If, if they've never practiced it, like they've written the lyrics, but they don't practice at all, at all. It's going to be really difficult for them to come to the studio and sound really good recording because they haven't practiced. You don't just get to show up and be excellent at recording. Some people can, but not a lot of people can. And the people who can, the Lil Wayne's, right? Lil Wayne doesn't write lyrics. He just shows up and raps, but he's developed the habit. Now he can just show up. See, that's the thing. That's, and, and I think the, the, the real root of the, the root, not the root of the quote, but almost the extension is the new norm. And that's, and here's where Keith brought that quote up to me. 
you want to create your new normal. What is your new normal? Right? Because we were talking about sleep. And I and I and I, we were talking I was kind of telling recommending him different sleep times, not that I'm an expert, but I only know from my own experience. And I said to him, you know, you know, Keith, I said, you can change your sleep patterns, right? You can change your sleep schedule if you want. Um, anybody in the military will tell you that, right? My, my, my buddy, uh, Jeff Hansen, he was in the army for four years and, you know, he's like, oh, I'm so used to running on four to five hours of sleep. Like if I get five, five and a half hours of sleep, I'm like wide awake the whole day. Like I'm good to go. And so, you know, we were talking and, and I said, you know, Keith, like I've started waking up before 6am. I wake up between 530 and between 5.20 and 5.50. That's about what time I wake up. I, more toward the side, to be honest with you, more toward the 5.20, 5.30 range. That's really more of when I wake up. Um, but yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not perfect. Sometimes, yeah, I snooze to 5, 5.50. It does happen. Happened today. Uh, but I, I, I'm so used to waking up. And I've been doing that for, I think, two weeks. But before that, I was waking up at 6, 6.30. Right before that, I was waking up seven, seven thirty, and I just I have kept progressively moving it back. I think eventually I'll go five o'clock. Right, next wave will be five fifteen, then at five, and eventually four thirty. You know, I'll be a beast when I wake up at four thirty. By the way, <laughs> I will be a beast when I. Then I'm like damn near untouchable. That's like Jocko Willink's, you know, status. I'll never be his status, but you know. Anyway, so I digress. I'm going off. So I said. And I said, Keith, you know, this last week I was super burnt out. This weekend I wanted to sleep in. Dude, on Saturday I woke up at 6.30 and I kid you not, guys, I woke up at 6.30 on my own and I, I didn't set an alarm. I was like, dude, I'm not setting an alarm. I just want to sleep in. I wanted to wake up at like 8. I woke up at 6.30 wide awake. And I was like, damn, bro, it's 6.30. It feels like late. Like I looked at it, I was like, wow, like it's really early, but it feels late. The next day I woke up at 7 a.m. and I felt like, oh my God, I felt like I just like slept like a king. Today I did 5.45. Uh, but you could change your habits. And now my new norm for waking up is 5.30, you know, 5, 5.45. It's a great example of, of how I've changed, you know, it's a good example of how I've changed a certain habit, right? We are what we repeatedly do. So I was repeatedly waking up early. And then I just changed my sleep schedule. Like it's 8.38 right now. I'll be honest with you. I'm getting kind of tired. I'm getting tired. You know? I'll probably go to sleep by 10, 10.30. Like real talk. Fall asleep. Not force myself. I'm going to be tired. So you can change your habits. And I think what's interesting, I'm going to wrap it up here with this kind of last thought for you, right? If you're... You know, if you're a musician listening, I think this will pertain a lot. If you're not, you can still hear this. But if you're a musician, I think a lot of people focus a lot on marketing. We focus a lot on fans. We really care about our fan base, growing our fan base, social media following. We care about hacks on social media. Um, we're big on tips and tricks. You know, buzzwords, how to grow your following, how to do this, how to do that. But the problem is you don't have habits for sustainable success, right? You 
don't have the mental capacity to hold on for a long time. Right? A year, it's not a long time. You know how I know? Because I've been in it 10. This is my 10th year. Uh, By the way, I actually don't know if 10 years is a long time. I don't know. Because I've been in it 10 years and I kind of look back sometimes and I go, wow, it's been a long time. Sometimes I look back and go, shit, I'm just getting started. I don't feel like it's been that long. So I don't know. But a year is definitely not long. So, you know, getting on a Spotify playlist or a few of them is, is important, right? Um, getting a shout out from a big influencer, right? That's important. But I'll say this. One day, you could have a million followers on Instagram, right? You could be popping. The next day, your Instagram account could get shut down. Or your success could just be tarnished. It's about the mental habits. Plus, you got to think about how far do you really want to push yourself? Like how far do you want to go? Do you want to make six figures? If you're earning six figures and you think that's enough, cool. That's not my mental habits. Like to me, once I settle for less, once I say I'm good to go, we're going to be in trouble. I actually can't imagine myself ever saying that just being completely content. I don't, I can't, that concept of being just completely content with all of my life, like my weight, just completely maintaining for a really long time. Like I can't wrap my head around that. I can't, I literally can't. I don't know how anybody does that. Like I know people who do that and they're literally like just good to go. Like mm -mm, not me. So anyway, if you're similar to me with the, with what I just said, um, leave a comment, leave a comment on the, on the iTunes store. You know, one thing I'll say the, the, the platform of podcasting, the, the actual medium of podcasting is it's a difficult platform because it's not so shareable. Podcasts aren't as shareable as YouTube videos, like YouTube videos. There's a share button, social media posts, there's share buttons, right? You don't really have you 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 don't really have that with podcasts. I mean, you do there is you got to you know you click the little circle with the three dots and you click share and then you do it. There's a couple extra steps. You could copy the link and manually share, but podcasts aren't in in their native form. They're not shareable, right? So it's hard to get these shared. I understand, and I know for you as the listener, it's like oh god, you know I got a couple extra steps I got to do to share this guy's podcast. He wants me to do a comment and review. It's a lot. I know. I know I'm asking a lot. You know, actually, it's really not. But compared to other content, I know. But it would mean a whole lot to me if you shared the podcast with somebody who you think would appreciate this and somebody who you think would uh, like the ideas. And if if you were to leave a rating and review on the iTunes store. Oh, hey, Mom. I'm just wrapping up my podcast. I'm going to a walk. You going on a walk? Yeah. I already walked today. Okay. All right, love you. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> usually I get mad at her when she walks in, but I thought I knew she was gonna walk in. I knew, I knew 
I knew you were going to walk in. I, I just knew. I felt the energy. But I just said, let her come in. So um, leave a rating, leave a review on the uh, on the iTunes store. It would mean a lot. Um, so yeah, appreciate you guys so much for listening. It's been fun. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing these. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Uh, 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 tell me what.